Hello and welcome or welcome back to the Okakun podcast. I'm your host, Laura Abate, serving you such goodness on here relating to personal growth and women's wellness. And we talk a lot about spirituality and it is just a really safe space for you to come to Cocoon to really take a 20, 30 minute break that is going to do you wonders. Really, my goal is to help women move from a place of burnout and being in masculine overdrive hustling into a place of more feminine self-expression and expansion and really growing into their highest selves in a way that feels good. So creating a dreamy life on your own terms. And so today's episode specifically, we're going to talk about authentic self-expression and how to really peel back the layers and deconditioning of what society has told us that life should look like and really just living from a place of being ourselves and creating that life on our own terms. And so I apologize if I have a little bit of a stuffy nose. I have been feeling a little under the weather. So um, I hope that it doesn't sound too bad on the audio track on the recording, but I'm still excited to show up on here because I'm just so passionate about this topic. I'm going to share a lot about my story as well, just kind of growing up, being this kid that never really fit in into how I have um, become this woman who is in her sovereignty and is really choosing myself over um, the approval of others. Welcome to the Okakun podcast, created to empower your journey to your highest self. Being here, you'll learn how to slow down, discover yourself on deeper levels, and create a dreamy, expansive life that is completely built on your own terms. Join me, your host, Laura Abate, a heart-centered entrepreneur. And I am so passionate about helping you recover from the hustle culture mindset and instead take care of yourself holistically. So here we'll talk about all things relating to women's wellness, personal growth, modern spirituality, and feminine leadership. Tune in here weekly for actionable advice and inspiring conversations from fellow female leaders who live in their purpose to show you what's possible. Now get ready to feel expanded and stand unapologetically in your own power. So on today's episode, we're really going to look at what it means to live an authentic life from being really yourself, regardless of needing the approval of others and that external validation to make you feel good. And I think this is super important to talk about because we're all just so damn tired, right? We're all just so tired of trying to fit in and trying to be like everyone else and trying to hit these goals and these targets and just being in a society that has so many rules, like this is how much you should weigh as a woman in this age, or this is how much money you should be making by a certain time in your life. And Uh, You should be having a family and raising children and there are so many rules, but it's time, honestly, that we let go of all of that. And I think that a lot of 
things that we do are unconscious because we are seeking that external validation, that love from either our uh, partners, our parents oftentimes, or just really seeking to be people pleasers, especially as women. And because our worth has been, we've been told that our worth is, comes a lot from giving to others. And I want to help you take your power back. Honestly, like stop giving your power away to help you stop saying yes when you mean no. And because you're afraid of like hurting someone's feelings or you're afraid of uh, not being liked, really just putting those boundaries and showing up as yourself, whether they like it or not. And it's like that I feel like is going to be able to help you get your power back, help you feel centered and grounded as yourself and show up fully as your authentic, uh, as your authentic self, as the person that you came here to be without all the conditioning that uh, we have been taught in the media or from society and, and as to how we should show up and who we should be. Because that is where a lot of the feeling of brokenness comes from. The feeling that we're not enough, the feeling that we're different and so we have to hide things about ourselves that are different from others. And I'm here to really say like, no, let your uniqueness shine. Let yourself just be who you are. And this is really just like a podcast episode on giving you permission to be who you want to be in this lifetime. And you really, really owe it to yourself to uncover your unique gifts. I feel like we have all been brought on this earth for a reason and we have these beautiful gifts that we are meant to share and not to hide and a lot of times it comes from these parts of us that we are afraid to express. There are shadows, there are things that have been, that feel dark or that we feel like oh, well, everybody has that and so it's not special so I'm not going to really showcase that about myself but actually we're all so so different and it's really like we're all think of it as like we're all pieces of a puzzle and no piece is the same and that's what makes the puzzle right that's what makes this beautiful um image at the end it's this beautiful puzzle is because all of the pieces come together and that's what really makes it a beautiful world to live in and i feel like this is such a fitting theme for today it's so synchronistic how this happens. I like to pull cards before I hop on to record a podcast episode. And today's card that came out from the Work Your Light Oracle card deck by Rebecca Campbell, the, my favorite one, this is the card that came out is The Great Gathering. And it basically the message here that says is it's time to call in your tribe by sharing your soul's voice and letting yourself be seen. When you share what is real and true to you and you share the medicine that you need most, those who are like you will gather around you. You are your tribe. They are just like you. And just as you are longing and searching for them, they are longing and searching for you too. And I thought that was such a beautiful message I had to share because a lot of times we are kind of shaping and molding ourselves to fit in, but 
actually no one really wants to fit in. We're here to belong and to belong means to be ourselves and be loved as ourselves. And so when we show up as ourselves, then we are going to attract the right people, the right soul tribe who are like us, instead of trying to fit into this group that really doesn't fit with who we are truly. And I think that that is why we're feeling so drained. Like, a lot of people that I have been speaking to, we, we often talk about our social anxiety and that's something that kind of bonds us together. But I think that honestly, I don't think I have social anxiety because as soon as I feel super comfortable with the person, I can start chatting away and it can, it just like, there's like this kind of mass that's been lifted and we can just really go deep into talking and having a conversation. So I just want to encourage you to think that if you do think you have social anxiety, then maybe you don't. Maybe you're just really hanging out with the wrong people and you're not speaking with people who are nourishing your soul. You're not having these really amazing conversations that are there to help you grow. And so I would just kind of encourage you to question your friendships and who you're actually spending your time with um, and see if once you're with someone who makes you feel safe, does that anxiety go away? So that was just kind of something that I've been really leaning into and has been helping me a lot is really letting go of people who I did not necessarily feel were the right type of friendships and that I did not feel like I could truly be myself around. And I feel like I've just have so much more energy. I'm not always like constantly overthinking, overanalyzing the conversation and what we're gonna what we're gonna talk about. And so um yeah, I think that's just a part of getting a lot of our energy back and being back in our power. So I'm going to share now a little bit about the background story of my childhood, why I feel like this is such an important topic to touch on, because truly I've never, I've always felt like I never fit in when I was growing up. And I think that it's only until the last few months that I really feel like I'm starting to be fully myself. And I think that it's important because I can, I can share kind of this journey and help you move through it as well. And so a little bit of background, I grew up in the suburbs of Montreal and it's a very French francophone, uh, very francophone French speaking area. However, I grew up as an Anglophone with an Italian background and it was very much like I'd never really fit in. I feel like a lot of people would just be so confused as to how I spoke English as a mother tongue. Um, and I remember just being in like this all girl soccer team and everyone was speaking French. And so I was having trouble kind of, I was always like that odd girl out because I didn't really speak the language. Or if I did, I had like an accent or I would be really shy because of course kids can be mean and they would laugh at me. And like not only that, I was also a little bit on the heavier side, so I didn't really necessarily fit into the whole uh, standard of just, you know, beauty standards as well. Grew up with braces and glasses and all of that fun stuff, you know, to make kids really think that you're cool and popular. And so I'm not saying like, you know, this is, it was like heavy discrimination, but I did feel like I was bullied when I was younger. And um, I think that I always kind of wanted to shape and mold myself into 
being this person that would be accepted. I was always trying to fit in. Um, like literally every year in school, uh, later on, I would like shift and mold to myself to a different gang. Like I would go from being more of a tomboy and playing sports to being like emo and being into like punk rock, uh, punk, punk rock. <laughs> Sorry about that. And being about more into like punk rock and, um, dyeing my hair black and like having like red streaks and everything and like trying to really just fit in and then going to being like another year I would be a girly girl so that the boys would think I was pretty and it was just like this constant struggle in my life and it kind of really moved into my early adulthood where I would mold into being like with the boyfriends that I would be with in the past. So suddenly I would be into their hobbies and their interests and it would like really move away from who I am at my core and my interests um, just to really be accepted and be liked. And I think that this is super common for women. We really uh, lose ourselves in a relationship a lot of the time and so I just don't want that to happen to you if, or like give you that kind of realization if this is something that you've been uh, dealing with as well. And I really want to remind you that fitting in is one thing, but we don't want to fit in. We don't want to mold ourselves to be like everyone else. We want to belong. So there's a distinction here and belonging is really being a part of a group who accepts you for who you are, including your flaws, including what you think are negative aspects of yourself. So I think that that's an important distinction to make. And I think that it is something that we need to really talk a lot about because we've been projected these images of of like what it means to be a beautiful woman, what we're supposed to look like. And, um, as especially like on the media and in movies, like it's always the good looking girl that gets the guy. And so I think that it's like, we need to shift the narrative around this. And I see that there's a lot more of like body positivity movements, inclusivity. And I love that. I think it's so beautiful. I think it's really, really great for the new generation of kids that are growing up now. Um, but I think that, uh, for us girls, that grew up in the nineties, that's not, that's something that we really need to like decondition and really come back to our authentic selves and really come back to what makes us unique and really lean into those gifts. And really at the core of all of this people pleasing and this perfectionism to be accepted, when you peel everything back and you get to the actual root of what it is subconsciously that makes us act in this way, is truly the fear of rejection, the fear of being alone, the fear of not being liked. And so I think that one of the biggest learnings that I have, that's really stuck with me in the last few months is that by trying to be someone else so that people will like me, I'm thereby rejecting my true authentic self and calling causing those feelings of rejection within me, right? So by not having boundaries, like I said before, by 
by saying yes to something in order to please your friend or going through with something even though you don't want to deep down because otherwise your mom is going to be sad. That is really self-abandonment. So we're actually causing these feelings of rejection within ourselves. And that I, because I feel like there's this deep, deep loneliness that a lot of us are going through. I kind of hear it a lot. I see it a lot online and through the conversation that I have with women. And so it's this self-abandonment. It's this rejection. We're doing all of these things because we want people to like us, but they just We want them to like us for this image of who we are, and we're afraid to put ourselves out there for who we truly are by fear of being rejected. But in reality, we're we're self-abandoning, we're rejecting ourselves by not showing up as who we want to be, who we truly are at our core. And when I kind of like realized this, it was honestly so eye-opening for me because at the end of the day, who you are spending the most time with is yourself, right? I always say the most important relationship you have is the one with yourself. There is only going to be you. There's going to be one constant in your life and that's going to be you. Friends will come and go. Jobs will come and go. Money comes and goes. At the end of the day, you have to love you. You have to respect yourself. And the only way to really do that is by showing up fully in your self-expression and and really just being there as who you are, like unfuckwithable and unapologetic of about who it is that you truly are. And people will either like it or leave it. But women here, please listen. We cannot keep on going through life people-pleasing and trying to be there for everyone else in a way that is not authentic to us. And so I think that this is just a message that needs to be um, transmitted. If if this is resonating with you, then please do take a look at kind of the the way that you are showing up with your friends and with your family and with your community online and see where you are self-abandoning yourself in order to to be liked. I'll get into really concretely what it means to be your authentic self and I'll give you some examples as well because I know it can kind of feel sometimes vague. Um, So one thing that truly helped me is human design. I'm the type of person that will do every single personality test on the internet just to kind of feel like I'm seen and I'm heard and I like actually I'm not a freak and I'm not crazy and how I feel and how I think and so when I learned so like everything about like Myers-Briggs and astrology and everything but then when I actually got into human design uh, that really brought me back to who I am and especially Especially the fact that I am, well, first of all, I'm a 2-4 manifesting generator and I am someone who is an emotional authority. And so my feeling is my strongest sense. And if you're into human design, I won't get into much of like what it is and everything. I'll likely do a whole other episode about that because it is such an interesting topic. But human design, really, if you're into that, you'll understand that my feelings and my emotions are truly my biggest gifts. 
And why that is like such a shocker to me is because growing up, I was such an emotional child. I was very angry. I was like, I had a lot of tears. I I didn't take much to really kind of set me off. And my parents, poor them, didn't really know how to deal with emotions, didn't really know how to deal with me. And so I was kind of just kind of told to go into my room and just like stop crying, calm down. You're too emotional. You're too sensitive. Um, you know, not really knowing what to do to how to handle me. And so it kind of felt like I wasn't safe for me to show my emotions. It wasn't really safe for me to show up as myself and be someone who is, you know, who, who does cry. I cry pretty often now because it's a release of emotions and I would rather release them than keep them holding in. And that's a beautiful thing. I've learned to really love myself as an emotional person um, rather than thinking that it's such a bad thing. Like I would be called a crybaby all the time. It was really seen as like, you know, there's like this like running joke in my family where in every single picture as a child, I was like always crying or angry and they could never find a, a picture of me smiling. And so it's just because I felt so misunderstood and, and I wasn't allowed to be this emotional person and they just don't, didn't have the emotional intelligence growing up in their homes to really translate that into my childhood. And so it's something that I've really, um, had to kind of understand now. And I, now that I have this awareness as an adult, it's like, it all kind of makes sense. But really what I'm trying to say here is that, Um, my emotions are my gift. It's what makes me a compassionate person. It's what makes me a good podcast host because I can really have great interviews with people and I can really help to dig into like the deep, deep talk. And it's what really makes me a great, um, a friend, you know, someone who can really listen and who's really there and can hold space. It's actually something that I'm so proud of. And, Um, and so, as I said, human design really helped me to uncover that, but also astrology, like I'm a Pisces sun and a Pisces rising. So if you're into astrology, you're going to know that I'm a very emotional person. It's a water sign. And so water signs can really pick up a lot of people's emotions. And I really like understood this through, um, this book and it's called you are born for this by Shani Nicholas. And I think that it's a really interesting book. You will, if you do get it, you'll learn about your three main signs. So like your sun, moon rising and, what makes you so special? What are your gifts in this lifetime? Because we're all meant to be so different. And, um, and so I didn't mention that I'm also a Gemini moon and that's what makes me so great at conversation. That's what makes me really love to have these like, you know, chats with people and get deep into, um, their, their, emotions and their thoughts and their opinions. And I'm able to see like both sides of the coin because the Gemini is the twins. And so it's like very, um, very like 
different opinions. So a lot of times this can be, you know, overthinking in my head because I can see so many different perspectives sometimes in one single situation. But I think that that makes me very compassionate and I wouldn't change that. I just had to Like I've never really, I always had to think that I had to change myself and that I thought that I would eventually get to a place where I would always, what I would stop crying and feeling sad all the time. But truly like crying is like a superpower for me (laughs) and I'm no longer shy to cry in public. Even to me, it's not even a big deal. It's just like breathing. I need to release emotions and that's just how I do it. And I think that that is a beautiful way to express myself and so i needed to really come back into being who i am owning that about myself and not really not being so shy about it and not being so um yeah just not being so i guess ashamed of who i am as a crier so that's what i'm saying is that there are probably things that you were told when you were younger that you were to this or to that And I've really been trying to remove the word like too much from my vocabulary because I don't think it's very nice to say that someone is too shy or too loud or too slow or too much or too this or too that because that is a judgment that you are giving somebody based on your perspective. But really, that person is just how they are. They are you know, extroverted and they are loud or they are shy and there's no, you know, you can't judge them that they are too something because that's what makes people just feel so shitty about themselves because you're comparing if they're too loud, then they're, you're comparing them to you maybe who's, you know, or comparing it to what society has told you is acceptable amount of loud. (laughs) And, um, or like too sensitive. That was something that was always, 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 I was being told I was too sensitive. Actually, no, my sensitivity is what makes me a beautiful person. And it's something that I love about myself now so much. And so I just want to help you realize your gifts, whether that is through astrology, whether that's through human design or uh, through journaling through maybe even um, personality tests like Myers-Briggs. For anybody out there who wants to know my Myers-Briggs, I am an INFJ. And that's another thing is that we're often told that introverted people are like shy and it's better to be extroverted and things like that because that's kind of we see also in the movies that the extroverted kids are the ones that are popular and the introverted ones are the ones who are like just at home and don't have many friends and that kind of thing but um i think that being introverted if that's who you are then own that and that is what i've been doing and like honestly i feel like the narrative is shifting around that debate around introverted extroverted but i'm here to say that a lot of introverted people are the ones that are that are making moves in this uh, society because they do have this deep deep intuition and i think that that's beautiful and we've just been really so disconnected from that we've been disconnected from thinking that emotions are we are like actual strengths we've been taught that being in our masculine is what's really important and being and I like doing so much and we've been told that if you're emotional you're weak emotions are not valuable it's not something that you can really 
like sell it's not commodify or that you can actually make money off of but honestly like i think that we need to come back into the feminine we need to come back into knowing that our emotions our intuition our feelings they are valuable a lot of women are so disconnected from that that they don't even hear their intuition and they don't even know what is right for them they couldn't even tell you who their authentic self is because we don't really have the time to just kind of look inward and and get into what those things are about ourselves what our unique gifts are so i just want you to this is really like your permission like i said before this is your permission to be who you want to be in this lifetime. And you really owe it to yourself to uncover your unique gifts. So like I said, either that looks like getting a human design reading, your your astrological chart read, um, maybe even just journaling, maybe just thinking about what it is that you love about yourself that you're afraid to share with people. If, if someone found out this about you, you would be so ashamed. Well, kind of start to integrate that and release that shame around the part of you that you feel you've had to hide for so long. I think that that is what's going to stop that feeling of loneliness, stop that feeling of really trying to be like everyone else. You're going to be have so much more energy. You won't be so tired all the time hanging out with the wrong people because you're trying to fit in. And that is how you can really finally belong and find that soul tribe who will be magnetized to you when you are showing up as your true authentic self. So ah, I feel like this was a wonderful episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed recording it. This was a lot of fun just sharing about um, how to release expectations of who you should be and being yourself and knowing that your diversity is what makes you unique. And so if you love this episode, it would mean so much if you would share it with a friend, share it on your social media, or even just send me a message. Like, is there something that really stick, stood out to you in this episode? Is there something that um, you feel like you want to just kind of talk about a little bit more with me? I would love to hold that space for you and help you uncover those unique gifts because it is something that is so important and uh and i truly i'm here for you so um thank you for tuning in and i wish you a wonderful wonderful rest of your day thank you for listening and for being here if you like what you heard it would mean so much for you to share this episode with a friend or take a screenshot and share to your socials. Then go ahead and tag us at Okakun so we can keep this amazing conversation going. It has been such a pleasure to have you here. And until next time, take care.